Chapter 1. Why a Biblical Perspective Mine, mine, shouts a toddler who does not want to share his toys. A 12-year-old's Christmas list includes a smartphone and wireless earbuds. A teenager expects a new car for her 16th birthday. A young wife is thrilled with her first home until she visits her friend's professionally decorated house. A husband envies his friend's boat and impulsively buys one of his own. The toys are all different, but the underlying issue is the same. It is easy to believe more money and more stuff will make us happy. Why is it important to discover what God says about money in the Bible? Let's look at four compelling reasons. Money Talks God talks about money a lot, a whole lot. In fact, there are over 2,350 verses in the Bible that reference money, more than on faith and prayer combined. Scripture says more about money than it does about heaven and hell. Fifteen percent of Christ's words and two-thirds of his parables are devoted to the topic of money. Why does the Bible have so much to say about money? All those verses about money are not simply about money. They teach us about God and His character, our own heart, the nature of sin, and about loving others. God's frequent use of money in Scripture indicates the topic is important to Him. As believers, cultivating a biblical perspective on finances should be critical to us, too. A significant connection exists between our spiritual lives and how we handle money. A Mark of Maturity We know as Christians our fundamental purpose in life is to glorify God. One of the ways we extol our Creator is by being obedient and holy. How we deal with money is an indicator of where we are in this process of sanctification. In Scripture, the proof of true spiritual change is often related to a radical change in our behavior toward our possessions. Consider Acts chapter 2, verses 44-45, through 45, New American Standard Bible. And all those who had believed were together and had all things in common, and they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all, as anyone might have need. The Christians in the early church were certainly much more generous with their possessions after they believed in Jesus. Their behaviors, including how they handled money, completely changed with conversion. These young believers are great examples for us to incorporate our beliefs into our conduct. George Barna, the well-known researcher of faith and culture, says, Millions of people who rely on Jesus Christ for their eternal destiny have problems translating their religious beliefs into action beyond Sunday mornings. This difficulty of faith application is especially evident when it comes to money, as Christians often look like the rest of the world financially. As Christ followers who desire to glorify God, we show our movement towards spiritual maturity in part by the way, we handle wealth. We are hit hard. 
Will we have a worldly perspective of riches or a biblical one? We are constantly bombarded with our culture's claims that we can find security, happiness, and fulfillment through riches. Movies, advertisements, social media, and television programs relentlessly proclaim contentment is found when there is an abundance of wealth. To offset these materialistic influences, we should immerse ourselves in the Bible, studying its principles about money. Otherwise, the sheer volume of what we hear and see will overwhelm us and seep into our beliefs and behaviors. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 11-12, through 12, New International Version, Paul says, For I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty.